Well, hello and welcome to the Brian Hornback Podcast. This is episode 56, 56, and we're recording this on Martin Luther King Day, 2022. Um, we're about 30 days out now from um, the filing deadline for the May 3rd, 2022 um, rep- uh, primaries, Democrat-Republican primaries in the state of Tennessee. Uh, so here in Knox County, we've had, a we've had a pretty steady, um, stream of folks picking up petitions, returning petitions. Um, and, uh, currently on brianhornback.com, I'm following four counties. I'm following Knox, Loudoun, Blount, and Sevier. Um, and right now, all I'm doing on there is I'm updating who's picking up petitions, what position they're picking up for, and what they're turning in. I guess I need to turn on some lights here for the YouTube folks. There's a lot of shadow. Hello. Um, there we go. There we go. There we go. All right. YouTube folks, there's you some light. Um, so it's been a pretty uh, interesting. Um, let's just go with, uh, let's go out and, uh, Let's let's circle back to Knox last, okay? So we're going to start out in Loudon. Uh, Buddy Bradshaw, the uh, Republican incumbent out there, has uh, had a had had two other people pick up petitions, but um, Susan Gingrich has withdrawn her petitions. Uh, so uh, she, he's got Ken Brewster right now, who's a Republican uh, who's picked up a petition to run against Buddy Bradshaw uh, out there in the um, out there in the first district. Uh, one of the uh, commissioners, Kelly Littleton Brewster, is not going to run. Uh, her husband was Loudon um, City Councilman, and uh, he's come down with an illness and had to resign. Uh, so I think she's really just going to spend some time um, uh, with him. Uh, Chase Randolph has returned his petition. Uh, he's uh, running for that seat that Kelly's in. And David Mears is the incumbent in the other District 1 seat. In District 2, Julia Hurley has uh, generated a couple of opponents. Uh, William Jenkins, who's on the Loudoun County School Board. Uh, Interestingly enough about Mr. Jenkins is he's missed 15 school board meetings in the time he's been on the school board. Uh, So I'm sure we'll be talking about that in the near future. Um, Also, Matthew Tinker in the 2nd District has... uh, uh, apparently running for re-election uh, in the third district. Bill Satterfield is running for re-election. It appears Gary Whitfield in the fourth district, Harold Duff in the seat, a fifth district seat is apparently running for re-election uh, in the seat. B seat uh, incumbent Van Schaefer is being challenged by popular former road superintendent, Eddie Simpson uh, in district um, five seat B. In the 6th District, Adam Waller, the incumbent, is being uh, challenged by uh, popular um, businessman entrepreneur Mark Matlock. And in District 7, Henry Cullen, the um, the uh, commission chairman, apparently so far has, has gone without an opponent picking up a petition. Uh, for trustee Chip Miller, uh, does not have an opponent as of yet. Uh, the two general sessions judges do not have opponents. However, in the sheriff's race, we have um, at least three people that have picked up petitions, and I'm expecting a fourth one. I'm expecting Dino Guider 
uh, who has said that he's going to run for sheriff uh, to run for that as well. Uh, Circuit Court Clerk, Steve Harrelson's unopposed. County Clerk, uh, we don't have an incumbent in that because that incumbent is not seeking to run for re-election. So we have Amy Langley and Riley Wampler. Uh, for registered deeds, we have uh, Tammy Gallagher and Rick Arp. And for road superintendent right now, we have Billy Pickle and Sean Giles. That's in Loudoun County. Uh, then um, there's some uh, Loudoun County school board going on out there as well, but um, we'll cover that later. In Blount County, um, wow, you know what? I didn't, this is not the sheet that has the incumbents on it. Dad, nebbit. Maybe we'll come back to Blunt County on another day. Um, out there in Sevier County, uh, Larry Waters, so far is unopposed in the Republican primary. Uh, Warren Hurst uh, is unopposed in County Commission District 1, seat A. In seat B, Tommy Watts is incumbent, but he's picked. he's got a couple of folks that have petitions out. Uh, Dale Bullock and Ronnie Breeden. Uh, in uh, District 2, seat A, has been served by Ben Claybo. Uh, ben, apparently, I don't guess, is running for re-election. There's a couple of folks that picked up petitions. Jeffrey Ayers, James Brandon Hedrick. In District 2, seat B, Philip King is the incumbent. And uh, Philip Bull and Don McGill have picked up petitions. District 3, seat A, uh, Dale Hill is the incumbent. District 3, seat B, Mike Chambers is the incumbent. So far, they don't have opponents. Uh, District 4, seat A, Ronnie Whaley is the incumbent. And uh, he has a potential opponent in Raymond Lewis Fisher III. Uh, in District 4, seat B, uh, Carol Rohoff Ro Ro uh, was the incumbent, and uh, Johnny Bohannon has picked up a petition. Also in District 4, seat 4C, uh, we have Keith Whaley, um, who I have down uh, having been elected in 2018. And right now, Jack Parton is the incumbent. And uh, Steve Leo has picked up a petition in District 5, seat A. Michael Madron uh, is the incumbent uh, in District 5, seat B. Fred Axley, District 5, seat C. Uh, James Frank Parton uh, in the District 6, seat A. Greg Haggard had served there, and so far Michael Pollard and Chad Ogle have uh, picked up petitions. And Chad Ogle's on Facebook. Uh, I didn't notice that the other day. Uh, County Commission Six, uh, District 6, seat B. John Harold Pittner is the incumbent in County Commission District 7, seat A. Uh, Ronnie Allen is the incumbent. He's generated a couple of folks. Jim Flynn has already returned his petition, and Charles Gibson has one out. Mary Davis is the County Commissioner in District 7, seat B. And uh, Scott Catlett has picked up a petition there. In uh, County Commission District 8, seat A, Aaron Foster is the incumbent in uh District 8, seat B, Mike Hillard is incumbent, and he has a couple of folks, Dustin, Cody, Wilhite, and William Sellers, who have picked up petitions. Uh, the rest of them uh, in uh, District 8, seat C, District 9, seat A, District 9, seat B, and District 10, seat A, District 10, seat B, uh, District 11, seat A, and District 11, seat B. All those are uh, so far incumbents who have not generated an opponent that's picked up a petition yet. Uh, Kent Woods in 8C, uh, David Buster Norton in 9A, Chuck Godfrey III in seat 9B, uh, Brian Deleuze uh, in District 10, seat A, Todd Humble in uh, District 10, seat B, 
Gary Cole in District 11 seat A and Ray Ogle in District 11 seat B. Now, County Trustee uh, Greg Patterson has moved on to the city of uh, Gatlinburg, I'm told, and uh, Faye Loveday uh, has picked up a petition for County Trustee. Ron Seals, the sheriff, uh, has decided to retire. And we have a couple of folks, Michael Hodges and David McGill, that have picked up petitions for that. Karen uh, Cotter is the county clerk. Uh, she's not picked up a petition for that yet. And um, she, that's Adra Rowland and Angela Tinker. Um, then we have some other court clerks. Um, Circuit Court Clerk Gwen Brown and Karen Whaley actually picked up petitions. And uh, General Sessions Court Clerk Penny Johnson has uh, picked up and returned a petition. Registered Deeds is going uh, currently, um, that's uh, Cindy Barnes Pickle. Uh, and the road superintendent is Jonas Smelcher. He's the incumbent. They have a plethora of constables um, that we'll go through later um, on another podcast. Uh, let's just look and see what constables have generated more than one in district one uh, currently is serving with um, Keith Brackens. There's two people to pick up there. Constable district two, a Penny Campbell is so far not generating an opponent. Uh, Constable district two seat B uh, Sam Ayers has generated someone who's picked up a petition against him. District three seat A David Huffaker so far has not generated one an opponent district three seat B. Samuel Scott has uh, generated someone named Troy Allen Sellers, who's picked up a petition. Uh, Jack Gallion in District 4, Seat A. Randall Walker. Uh, Randall Radar, I'm sorry, uh, in District 4, Seat B. Richard McMahon in District 5, Seat A. Uh, Billy Siegel in uh, District 5, Seat B. All have not generated opponents as of yet. Uh, the General Sessions judges are all uh, pretty... Uh, pretty solid they haven't generated any attorneys picking up petitions you have to be an attorney in order to run for judge uh and then you have a couple of incumbents in the school board district one and district three mike oakley and mark strange have not generated anyone picking up a petition there yet becky williams barnes must not be running she has not picked up a petition yet and she has a couple of opponents in maria mariah maria mercedes bailey and kevin townsend uh, there is one independent that's picked up a petition um, for county mayor, and that's Leo Rumbaugh. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, again, I'll apologize for not having my <sighs> for not having the incumbent list uh, for Blount County. Um, maybe I do. Maybe I do. Let's see what I got here. It sucks when you're, well, that doesn't suck, but this is what you get when you have a one-man show. One man and a computer. You know, they said one time uh, Susan Richardson Williams uh, named um, uh, Lloyd Daughtery in the Tennessee Conservatives Union. Lloyd was, Lloyd since passed away, but he was here in Knoxville, and uh, he um, was, um, he was here in Knoxville, and he was uh, one of two guys that was the Tennessee Conservative Union. I think the other guy was down in Chattanooga. And um, it was, um, she said it was two guys in a fax machine. guess we don't have fax machines anymore, right? 
So anyway, uh, let's go to Knox County. Um, the judge, we only, really only have three judges, really, that's drawn any attention. Um, Clarence Pridemore, who is a chancellor in part two, uh, he had ran against um, Daryl Fansler, the Democrat, eight years ago. And he um, beat Daryl Fansler primarily, I think, because Daryl was a, a, a Democrat and Pridemore was Republican. Same thing happened to Harold Wimberly. Harold's since passed away, but uh, Harold was a circuit court judge, and Bill Ayler uh, is um, had ran against Harold Wimberly and won. Uh, and so those were the last two Democrat countywide positions uh, that Knox County had that were Democrat. Uh, and we're going to talk about Matt Sears and the Democrats here in just a minute. Um, but anyway, so you have three judges positions that's generated some attention. We have a lot of judges in Knox County, but uh, Chancellor Pridemore is one. Uh, he got an early opponent in Dino Cole, a local lawyer. Um, and um, and then also now Richard Bud Armstrong, former law director. Uh, so there's three of them running for Chancellor uh, Part 2 on the Republican side. Um, also, um, Judge Jeff Emery, who had served since the eight, late 80s, um, he um, retired uh, December 31st. And so the county commission appointed um, Judd Davis from the a lot of, from the director uh, from the district attorney general's uh, office um, in that seat, and he was appointed just at the end of the year, first of this year. So Judd Davis is uh, being opposed right now by Sharon Frankenberg in the Republican primary, and then the Democrats have Sarah Keith, who also had worked in the district attorney general's office, who will be challenging more than likely. Judd in the uh, general election on August the 6th. Uh, they got to get through the uh, primaries first and then the general in August. Um, and I say more than likely, Judd, apparently when she picked up a petition, uh, she picked one up for against um, for District 2, uh, Division 2 General Sessions and Division 1, which is Chuck Cerny. Um and so that's kind of, and then also a judge Tony Stansberry in division five of general sessions court, uh, has generated an opponent in Steve Weiner. Uh, not been much attention in that race yet. Um, not sure that there will be, I think Tony, uh, from what I understand has a pretty good solid, um, team, uh, that's putting together his messaging and his campaign. Um, and so, um, not sure how that one's going to pan out. Uh, other than that. So those are the only three judicial races right now that has any, um, any opposition. Uh, Sharm Allen has picked up a Democrat potential Democrat, uh, opponent in Jackson Fenner. Uh, Fenner ran against, um, he ran against, but, uh, David Book, uh, two years ago for law director, uh, did not do well. Uh, Glenn Jacobs has picked up a couple of potential Democrat, opponents uh, for county mayor bob fisher well known on the on the on the blogosphere here in knoxville and tyler givens and givens has already um, been making some appearances at a, at a city council meeting uh, last week uh, gina oster uh, right now is unopposed in the republican primary um, gina has served on um, the merit system she currently serves as chair of the merit council merit council and um she also um, 
had ran for school board uh, several years ago and recently ran against uh, Eddie Manis in a close uh, Republican primary for state representative. She does have a Democrat that's picked up a petition, Anthony. I don't know how to say your last name, bro. I'll learn it, though. Uh, then out in the 7th District, where Charles Busser has been serving, Rhonda Lee and Chuck Severance are going to square off in the Republican primary. Uh, that's a done deal. Both of their petitions are in. Uh, Larson J, uh, County Commissioner at Large, Seat 10, he picked up a Democrat um, challenger today who turned to launched everything, Dylan Early, who uh, in his press release that I got last week said he was a former Republican, born and raised out of Greene County up in Upper East Tennessee. Uh, so I'm going to be interested to hear from Dylan Early um, and he um, and hear what he um, hear what his plans are. Um in the district, uh, in the in the county commission at large seat eleven, that's the position that Justin Biggs is vacating. He served there for four years, and he's running for county trustee in a, in a job that that he's had for a number of years in the trustee's office. Uh, but Kim Frazier is out running hard um, for county commission at large, and she has an opponent, uh, Devin Driscoll, uh, in the Republican primary. Then Vivian Underwood Shipe, a lot of people know Vivian. Uh, she's running as a Democrat, and then Donald Bridges is running as an independent. Justin Biggs, so far in the uh, county trustee race, um, juvenile court judge uh, Tim Irwin um, is uh, looking okay with uh, no attorneys that are mad at him that are talking about running against him. And that puts us into the sheriff's race. That's Jimmy J.J. Jones and Tom Spangler. Uh, Jimmy Jones served for about 10 years, um, had to step out due to term limits, but he's coming back to challenge Tom Spangler um, in the Republican primary on May the 3rd. Uh, Charles Susano, Mike Hammond, Sherry Witt, and Nick McBride, all relatively unopposed. No one's picked up a petition. No one's made any sounds. And I would think if uh, somebody was going to challenge them, they would have already done so. Let's talk about school board out in the first district. Um, we have um, John Butler, who's going to run as a Democrat. We have Brianna Holloway and Reginald Jackson, who are running as independents. Uh, I know Reginald, uh, know of Reginald, met him, uh, had some communications with him. Um, and so that will, so what will happen there is you have a, we now have partisan school board elections, right? So you have a potential of a Republican, a potential of a Democrat, a potential of an independent. The Republicans and the Democrats will run off in the May 3rd primary, just as any other Republican primary. So if John Butler is unopposed in the Democrat primary, then he'll be on the ballot May 3rd unopposed. The independents will not show up on the ballot until August, August the 6th. And so you'll have the Republican and the Democrat and then any independents that qualify. Um, so there could be a plethora, plethora of independents. Uh, in the 4th District, now, the 1st District was represented for the last four, three and a half years by Evity Satterfield. She's choosing not to run for re-election. Uh, in the 4th District, Virginia Babb has chosen not to run for re-election. And you have Will Edwards, prominent Knoxville lawyer uh, with the law firm of Long, Ragsdale, and Waters, uh, who's running as Republican. And you have Catherine Bike, who's picked up as a Democrat. Uh, in the 6th District, you have Betsy Henderson, the incumbent. And you have someone named Heather Hensley, who's also run as Republican. Both of them run as Republican. This is not the same Heather Hensley that those of you that follow me on Facebook see me, who is also known as a Democrat. 
who had ran against uh, Roger Kane for a state representative back in 2016, I believe it was. That Heather Hensley is not the same Heather Hensley. Uh, then out in the seventh district, uh, that's Patty Bound. She's not seeking re-election. She ran for a state house against um, Michelle Carringer uh, last year. Uh, so she's choosing to step down. Uh, we have uh, three candidates for Republicans, Sherry Garrett, Steve Triplett, Cameron Ward. And we have a Dominique Oakley uh, in District 7 who's run, who's picked up a petition as an independent. And then out in District 9, we have the current Knox County School Board Chair, Christy Christie, who's run as Republican along with a challenger, Phil King. And then there's a Democrat, Annabelle Henley. Let's talk about these Democrats. You know, for the last five or six years, um, the Democrats have put up some, they put up some folks that, for lack of a better term, were just, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Um, they were just kind of um, token opposition. That would be a good word. Linda Haney ran for um, county mayor against Glenn Jacobs four years ago. Again, that was token opposition. Linda Haney was a, um, she was a Democrat party chair. Um, but uh, Matt Sears uh, became uh, the Democrat party chair sometime before the city election, before the primary in August 31st. And, in the city general in November. And so Matt Sears is, is, is a relatively young guy. He uh, has uh, taken over the helm of the, of the Knox County Democrat party. And um, you know, he's made it a point to um, seek out and encourage. And from what I understand from looking at some of the social media stuff, I mean, he's actually gone out and kind of identified candidates and actually contacted them and like, actually did some recruitment, um, which is a novel idea. You know, me being a former party chairman, it's a novel idea to go out and, and recruit candidates. But Matt Sears has done that. And so I, I tell people that although I'm a Republican, you know, here on the blog and on the podcast, you know, I try to make sure that everybody who qualifies has, you know, has some exposure. Uh, and if I were Matt Sears and I was running as the as the minority party chairman, I would be doing what Matt Sears is doing. I would be recruiting candidates and I would be encouraging candidates and I would be raising money for candidates uh, to be successful. Um, how successful you're going to be against a popular county mayor like Glenn Jacobs? Kind of hard to tell. Um, could you potentially pick off a, a school board seat now that they're partisan? Maybe, probably, uh, you know, I would think that, um, uh, you know, I would, I would think that the first and maybe the fourth has a potential of, of being purple, uh, red and, and blue, um, uh, red and blue make purple. Uh, I would think that those districts would tend to be more purple, uh, the first and the fourth. Uh, that's why you're seeing, I think, uh, Sequoia Hills kind of come into a, a democratic state rep district is cause the dynamics are changing in Sequoia Hills and that's a lot of district four or that is part of district four. Um, and so he's, you know, he's doing what's necessary. I mean, could he pick up a, could he pick up a County commission seat as possible? Um, you know, I mean, you got somebody that's pretty high profile with Vivian uh, Scheib. You got somebody that's young and energetic like Dylan early. Uh, you know, this summer could be interesting here in Knoxville. 
Um, and, you know, we just don't know what the dynamics are going to be um, going into the um, into the state primary, which is also on the same day as our county general uh, with the with the state rep races. So that's kind of a summation of where we're at, what we're doing. Um, you know, I uh, anticipate on the podcast picking up some folks here in the next uh, week or so, going ahead and getting some of those knocked out and uh, getting those out there for you to hear. And then obviously you can re-listen to them as we get closer to um, early vote uh, and election day on May the 3rd. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Brian Hornback podcast and y'all have a great week and I uh, hope you um, hope you spent some time observe, uh, just thinking about our community. <laughs> that was interesting for those of you on YouTube. Uh, those of you that had the day off or even if you did work today, I uh, hope you took some time to kind of think about the civil rights movement, what Martin Luther King meant uh, for our country, uh, how we have evolved as a country, um, and um, certainly how um, we will uh, proceed in the future uh, in this country um, because um, clearly um, things changed uh, with Martin Luther King. Uh, and uh, and uh, I, I would stand to say that th those things were for the better. Um, where, you know, every man is, is judged by the character and not by the color or the content, uh, of his thoughts. Uh, so, um, good day, good Martin Luther King day. And, uh, let's just continue, uh, practicing what Martin Luther King taught every day and not just, uh, concentrated on it on one day. So again, thank you for tuning in the Brian Hornback podcast. Uh, feel free to reach out to me at, uh, Brian. B-R-I-A-N at brianhornback.com. That's B-R-I-A-N-H-O-R-N-B-A-C-K.com. Uh, find me on all the socials. Uh, Twitter is uh, mega underscore bullhorn, B-U-L-L-H-O-R-N. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, you can find me at brianhornback.com. Spell it out, D-O-T-C-O-M, brianhornback, D-O-T-C-O-M. Dot com on Facebook and on Instagram. Any other socials? I, uh, you're hearing this on uh, hosted on Anchor FM, but you're hearing it on all your other uh, pod streams as well. Um, so um, go ahead and give us a, a like, give us a rating, give us a share, and uh, tell all your friends um, that uh, BrianHornback.com is where you need to go. And the Brian Hornback podcast is where you need to be listening. So again, thank you all very much. And we'll talk to you again real soon.